Welcome to In Real Time, where we as Heights Church are inviting you in for real conversations about leading people, organizations, and change in the new normal. We're hoping that our real discussions about our church's journey will help you as you reimagine and rebuild yours. Pastor Craig Sweeney here, and uh, welcome to another episode of In Real Time, where we're having real conversations about leading people, organization, and change. Uh, I've got two co-hosts with me today, so uh, why don't you introduce yourselves? Yeah, my name is Tim Layfield. I'm the associate pastor here, teaching pastor, and work on other stuff. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Jen Yarbrough. I'm an associate pastor, mostly in administration, do some stuff with women and prayer. Restoration ministry. Restoration yeah, ministries, all, all that stuff. good stuff. Yes. Really good stuff. That is awesome. Restoration ministries. We'll get into that another day. Okay, so good stuff. <laughs> so today it we're going to be talking as we work our way through the game plan. This is basically the third in our episodes on the game plan itself. And again, we just kind of want to reiterate over the last couple of weeks, we have been talking about the game plan, which is this card front and back. It's really just meant to be all the information you need to have clarity mm-hmm. about the season that we're in so that we as leaders can lead well. Yeah. And that would be our staff. It would be our board. It would be all of our lay leaders as well so that mm-hmm. we're all on literally the same page. Oh, Isn't that good? good one. Nice. Nice. That, that in? was wow. clever. That was, that was really, that was I thought that was actually Almost as good as a clever. dad joke. One of your better ones for sure. I appreciate that. <laughs> yep. So uh, the game plan is just a, uh, well, it's something that comes from Patrick Lencioni's book. So we give him props and uh, his book, The uh, Advantage, The Advantage. And it brings you to the place where you would create the game plan. You're basically answering a number of questions on the card. Why do we exist? Which is what we dealt with in week one. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's about vision and mission. How do we behave? That's mm. a really important question. Yeah. I feel like I'm back in elementary school where you were saying, <laughs> you need to behave. But you know what? It does matter how I behave. Absolutely. And every setting has behaviors that matter to that setting. Mm-hmm. And so when we think about our setting, there are definitely behaviors that matter to us, that rise to the surface, and we say... That is critically important to us. So we went over that in part two Mm -hmm. as we talked about the three core values of our church. And also then we talked about leadership's DNA, which is just another way of saying this is how we as leaders, all leaders of Heights Church, this is how we behave. These things are important to us. So if you're looking for that information, if you want to know what we uh, put down for those, you can go back episodes. But the key is not to take what we have. Mm-hmm. The key is to sit down with your leaders yep. and to be able to have this conversation and say, what's most important to us? Because you can't say everything, Mm-mm. but you need to say what's most important to you about your core values. And these are not things that should be changing every 12 months. Yeah. These are things that we have sat with for years. We do redo them that's redundant, but we redo them uh, maybe every few years or either look at them again to decide yeah. if they're still accurate for us. But uh, yeah, these have served us well for uh, years. Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. No years, about seven years now. Mm-hmm. So today we're doing part two of how do we behave. Right. Because as we are talking about this idea of behavior, we know there's church overall, core values that guide us. Then there's 
lay leadership and staff leadership, all leadership of Heights Church, how we behave. And then there's staff leadership, Mm -hmm. because there is a different level, obviously, different expectation of staff. And to be honest with you, this acrostic that I came up with is something that uh, the the acrostic didn't show up right away. Uh, It was over time I figured out, how can I make this more memorable? Right. Uh, I remember being in the second year of our church and after we had planted and I had a staff, a small staff, and I... I kept, I kept coming back to, what is it that I'm asking of them? Because I felt like it wasn't clear. Because as we know, the game plan, our whole idea here, the goal is clarity. Right. That's what the game plan gives us, clarity. We always want to be as clear as we can be. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to be clear with the staff team. What is it that I'm expecting from you? And I couldn't put my finger on it, so I just sat down one day and I started figuring out what it is I'm expecting of them and what's expected of me. And so that's where this acrostic came from. The acrostic is aspire, not inspire, Uh, aspire. Yeah. So we're going to go through these today. And yes, I'm going to let these two talk here in a minute. Um, (laughs) We are going to go through these here. I want to just give them to you in a bullet point. We're not going to explain them. Then we're going to go back and explain them. But before we list this out, because again, what I've listed is not as important as it is for those who are listening in, that they want to go back and figure out what would you say? What would your acrostic be? Right. What is it that you expect? Because you're probably going to put different things down than what we have. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to give this to you as an example. But let me ask you this as uh, team members. What's the value for you of having a list like this? That you know this is, uh, for lack of a better term, my expectation of you, and I know this is my expectation from you as well. You, you have expectations on me, and these would also apply to me. So, But what's the value of having this kind of clarity? Well, for me, you know, having worked at other organizations, sometimes it's very unclear. Like you have your job description, yeah, but how you conduct yourself is very unclear. The expectations on yeah. how you do it, yeah, not what you're doing, but how you're doing it can be really inc- unclear. Yeah. And you're, it's a guessing game. Mm-hmm. So with this, for me, seeing this for the first time, you know, six years ago when I came on staff here, um, it was, it, um, I don't know, freeing is a word, but it, it was clarifying <laughs> here it is right <laughs> yeah it's like you that's got it in there, there. there it got is. One. ding 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 ding, ding. all right it. yeah Good. but th- it, it there was it took out the guesswork yeah. yeah and allowed me to get right after it and because it, we talked about it not only in the hiring process but because we talk about it as a staff mm-hmm. it, it made it easy for me when i stepped onto a, into a new campus and a new church ministry yeah. here I knew exactly this worked to my benefit when recruiting staff, treating one another, mm-hmm. outlining our ministries. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a great tool for me. Great. Uh, and I didn't have to f- try to figure it out. Yeah, because it's my my desire to create an atmosphere where we're all clear about yeah. what's needed, what's yep. expected. Because, again, I come from, you know, having coached football for 12 years. Right. Everybody on the field should know exactly where they're supposed to be and what they're doing. Yep. Everybody, there's no wasted plays where, well, it's only these three guys. We don't care what everybody else mm-hmm. is doing. It's only 10 guys. No, it's all 11. Yep. Every play. And so 
for me, that drives me. I don't want to be ambiguous because I've been in ministry actually for a lot of years, and I felt like my days were ambiguous. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know if I was hitting the mark or not. Yeah, and when right. it came to my evaluations, it basically came down to, hey, you're still a great guy. We really like you. Mm-hmm. Because in ministry, it's difficult to really know if you are hitting the mark because the mark is in people's lives, but then people's lives are guided by their free will. And so I can't say, Oh, you know, you did this with this many people over the year. And so, yay, this many people accepted Christ. It's like, well, I didn't really have total control over that. You know, there's a lot, (laughs) you prayed for this many people and they were miraculously healed. Yay. You get a raise, you know, (laughs) that's not how it works. So, if we're doing these things, though, yeah. I know we're doing the right things. Yeah. That's that's what I want to right. look at. Okay, good. How I about you, I love this because, believe it or not, I'm not a perfect leader. I mm. don't believe that. <laughs> I've known you for 16 Come years on. now, and we know better. Well, I love this, though, because I'm not a perfect leader, and I think all six of these are so crucial. But honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to probably just naturally drift to two or three of these mm-hmm. in my wiring and the way I'm gifted, sure. my ex- past experience, all of that. Yeah. So this helps me. This is my goal. Don't forget to do this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, make priority for that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I look at all these, it's going to end up making me a better, more well-rounded mm-hmm. leader yeah. as I practice each of these yeah. and, mm-hmm. and intentional to do each of these, yep. which is also how this helps yeah. us. Right Now I know what my goal is. What do I need to make sure I'm intentional to make happen Yeah, and then do it over and over and over? Yeah. Too. Yeah. This is, I would say, what many other staffs would say is the assumption, the presumption, the reading between the lines. We all have these expectations, but they're not written. Yes. Yeah, because you each have job descriptions, and I do too. We actually have these on the job descriptions now, Yeah. right? Right. Because we're like, well, we do have the expectation, Mm -hmm. but early days we didn't. Right. Um, But now it's on there because these are literally things that we actually will evaluate Mm -hmm. one another on. I get evaluated on these every year as well. Yeah. Yeah. You do, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just did your evaluation. And um, these are things that we talked about. Right. They're on on there and we're scoring. So, yeah, we it's not something that we think is going to happen. Right. We know that. Well, as we before we get in all these when we read all these, these are things you, like you said, as an employee or, you know, someone on, on church staff, you have your job description. So these things are assumed. This is what you're going to do to get this done. Yeah. But sometimes if you don't have these laid out, you know, like you said, you could have some strengths, but then if you don't know what those weaknesses are or what your not your go-to are, those might not ever happen. Right. And so these are also good too. I, I I've used this for if I'm when I'm having meetings with staff members and volunteers and they're yeah. sharing about what they're experiencing or they have questions, mm-hmm. I can easily determine in that moment, oh, they need this. Yeah. Or I didn't do this. I need I need to do this so this is clear for yeah. them. Yeah, you're you're looking at that list and saying, Oh yeah, oh, oh, this I is need, what they need. I can pick number four or number five or whatever yep. fits. Yeah. Yeah. So it really helps me to assess where people are yeah. to help them get to where we need to be because they're leaders. That's good. And that's on me. It's good. Okay. So we use this in a number of yep. ways. I used it for I hired you with this. Yep. 
<laughs> he was part of the process. Yep. Even though you didn't know that necessarily, right. I was checking all these boxes. Is this true of him? Because if it's not, you're going to hate working here. Mm -hmm. You're going to hate being on my team. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that. I want you to love being on my team. So right. if I already know this is going against his grain and he doesn't want to do this, then this isn't for you. And that's okay. Yeah, not a fan. It just means this is how we do it. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways to do organization. And so we use this in the hiring process and man, it has really paid off. And, uh, and then again, if you're in the process of being hired, there's all kinds of questions you really want to ask, but you don't feel free to ask because if you ask them, you feel like, Oh, they're going to think I'm a jerk or whatever. Yeah. You feel really uncomfortable. So when I bring these up, people can say, cause I know pastor Ryan, yeah. I hired him a year and a half ago. When I went through this, this was one of the reasons he said yes. Yeah, he did because say he that. said that was all me. I was I was all in on those. I yeah. so I was like I resonated with all of those. Mm -hmm. So that was exciting. So we probably ought to tell people what these actually are. Again, <laughs> oh, we're doing a great I know, we're teaser. We're like, wow, here. we're really <laughs> dancing. Episode number it. four, we're going to give them to you. They're now, on the edge of their seats right now. I know. Now. What do leaders do? So nice. here they are. Number one, they aspire. They uh, the the acrostic is aspire. So they attract. Attract. Yeah. They solve problems. Correct. Mm -hmm. They paint the picture. They will inspire people. Mm -hmm. They do relationship well. And they equip. Mm -hmm. All of those are critically important. And I can tell you that I, as I said in the last episode, I could say again, there's almost a name for every one of these for somebody who emulated it. And I'm like, yeah, that has to make the list. Or somebody who didn't. And I realized, yeah, the next person has to have that quality. Yeah. And so, again, all of that comes to bear. Mm -hmm. And uh, no, you're never going to be functioning at 100% on all these. <laughs> So let's dig into them. Sure. Uh, attract is the first one. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it kind of goes without saying, but let's just say it. There are people that are on staffs and in organizations that are there uh, to operate, to yep. do a specific task. And that's all good. But leaders are necessarily people who have others following them. Right. So to say that attracting is something that leaders do is a no brainer, but yet I've met people in ministry that don't attract people to them. Right. Right. So yeah. let's unpack that a little bit about it. attracting people. Right. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's, it's definitely an expectation. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like you said, you can, I've seen it. You, you can have leaders and part of big ministries or who are in head of big ministries, but for some reason there's just, there's this disconnect. They're great operators. They can get a ton done, but nobody, for whatever reason, they, they have a hard time recruiting people. And yeah. when they do, those people don't stay yeah. for whatever reason. And so a, a, a leader has to be able to attract people because that's what leaders do. If you have no one following you, you're not a leader yeah. and you have to be a leader to run ministries and run organizations yeah. and you to lead build people. Team. You got to yeah. build a team. You grow it. And so, and you just personality wise, sometimes that's not something that comes naturally. Yeah. So I, I've yeah. seen people develop it. Yes. Some people come super naturally and then some people, I uh, hate to say it, but it's just not there. It's just not there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's okay. That is totally okay. They just need to find another role or position. Yeah. There's another niche. There is another niche. Yeah. But if you need somebody to build a team to accomplish that ministry, right. which is pretty much everything we do around here, yeah. then that's the wrong person. Because they can't attract people to them. Mm -mm. Yeah. 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 No. And it's risky to ask. And that, I think, 
ask people to some leave. people yeah. to join you. Mm, okay, yeah. Yeah, ask so as you're attracting you. them, you're wanting to grow your team. Yeah. It's risky to put yourself out there. And so if there's some insecurity there, that is something you have to say, you know what, God, work this out. I want to get over this hurdle. Yeah. Right, right. I want to grow my team because that's blessing other people yeah. in this ministry mm-hmm. yeah. and making it stronger and more effective. It really is. It really so is. Sometimes you just got to force yourself to do it. I'm an yeah. introvert. You got to so ask people. To I got to put you. myself yeah. out there. You'd sometime. never know it yeah. sometimes, though. <laughs> One of the ways that this got so highlighted good. for me is early in the church, right. because we were a church plant, everybody kept coming to me and saying, hey, I need you to make an announcement because I need people on my team. And I'm like, okay, that. I can do that because <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were you, you were with us. And I was like, okay, I can do that. But I, I started like, well, what are you doing? Yeah, well, when you give me the list, yeah. they're mine. I'm like, wait, I need you to attract people too. Right. This isn't just me asking from stage. Right. Because the reality is, as you grow as a church, the larger the group, the less personal every ask from the stage becomes. Yeah. If you're, if you're in a church size of 20 and you get asked, hey, I need somebody to stand at the door and visit, almost everybody in that room hears, he just asked me to stand at the door and, and, mm-hmm. and, and greet people. Uh, but if you're in a church of a thousand and you ask that question, hardly anybody in that room feels any personal responsibility to that ask. Yeah. That's that's the reality right. of it. Mm-hmm. So the personal ask is so critical. Yeah. And right. that's why I know leaders have to be able to attract people. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So, and if you don't want to attract people and you don't, you're not concerned about it, which I've been on those staffs, <laughs> that wasn't a requirement. If, as long as you get the work of 20 done, we're happy. But here, yeah. we hire people to get 20 into ministry. That's right. Training, so you're not going to get a raise for being a superstar. No. You're going to get yeah. a raise for All putting yourself. 20 that's into nice. ministry. Yeah. That's how it yeah. works. Mm-hmm. That's different than other organizations. Yep. So that's why it makes our list, and it might not make somebody else's list. It's true. What's the second one? Aspire. Uh, yeah, Aspire. We have solve problems, like learning to clear the path. Yeah. Solve problems. we got to do it. Yeah, I, I had a conversation with someone, and it was just as easy as saying to them. It's easy for me to say. It might not have been easy to receive. But it's this idea like, hey, are you going to focus on your problem? Uh-huh. Or are you going to focus on the solution? Because mm-hmm. you're focusing on the problem, you're just, it's just, man, you're just getting circles. circles. You're just yeah. in this, this cyclone. But if you're going to be like, hey, here's the problem, and I acknowledge it. Here's mm-hmm. this. But I, I'm going to focus on the solution because that's actually going to get me somewhere. Yeah. You know, if you have situations or obstacles, I guess would be another way to say, if you have an obstacle yeah. in ministry, but you got to solve it. Yeah. And so solve. if you're not a person who can, you know, cause you cannot, you as a lead pastor can't solve all of my problems right. and all of Pastor Jen's problems. Yeah. You need us to do, we do that for ourselves. Yeah. Okay. But let's talk about this for a minute, the perspectives, because as a lead pastor, I've been on staffs where my lead pastor wanted to solve all the problems. And I didn't get to solve problems. I didn't have that empowerment. There wasn't authority. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything, I had to go to him, have a meeting a couple times a week or once a week, and I'd bring those problems. He would solve them, and then I'd go back and do it. Mm. There was no empowering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm talking about at very large, multi-thousand person churches right. were being run this way. Mm. And um, I, when I got into this position, I'm leading, and I'm thinking, Okay, everybody's bringing me these problems to solve. Okay, if you don't know how to solve it, can you at least bring me a solution or two that you think right. will? 
But really what I early on wanted to do was empower people to say, listen, you can empower, you you can solve 85% of these problems. Just bring me the last 10 to 15%. I trust you. And if I don't, then I got to ask, why are you on my staff team? Right. And Or I got to say, how can I equip you and, and grow you as a leader so that you can answer those questions right. and solve those problems? Correct. Yeah. That's important. It right. is. I love that, too, because that, again, is helping me grow as a leader. If you're going to give me some free, free, free way. Free. 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 Dumb. dumb. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give her a freeway. Did you hear that? Freeway. I was like, freeway. I know. That's why I didn't turn. No. I, you know I what? Like, you did I'm, good. I'm not going to do We're it. We're going to act like she didn't say it. That's right. Okay. Keep going. We give you but freedom. Freedom to yeah. um, solve those problems from my perspective. I'm the yeah. one in the trench. I'm mm. the one that's yeah. right there in the middle of everything. Yeah. And you're saying, Jen, you figure this out. Come yeah. back and tell me, but I want you to figure out the solution. Yeah. That again is like all right, here's an opportunity for me to grow. Here's an opportunity for me to be trusted, mm-hmm. which is an awesome yeah, feeling as, it a, is so good. as a good. lay person underneath mm-hmm. the lead pastor. Yeah. And it's it's been valuable for me. Yeah. And I appreciate it. Yeah. And you're not flying blind in that because we've no. provided core values yep. mm-hmm. that will guide you in that decision. Yeah. 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 So that's why the value of all these core values... That's redundant again, but that's where their value comes in. Right. That's why there's things that's important about our organization. That's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So solving problems, we've got to clear the path. Paint a clear mm. vision. Yes. Okay. I'm going to say right now, this is one of those things that I don't think, I honestly, I have seen so little of this over my years in ministry that there was any even expectation that staff would paint any vision. But it was all left to the senior leads. But mm. I realized that no, every level of the organization is painting a vision for somebody. And we have got to just state it and 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 clearly show staff people are people who embody that vision. Yeah. Because you're going and having conversations with people I will I don't talk right. to. Mm-hmm. I hardly ever see them, if ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if they don't hear it from you, they're rarely gonna hear it from me. And honestly, when we paint vision, that's that's a, a maybe a once a year kind of a thing that we do, right? As a whole congregation, mm-hmm. if that, if that, right? So you got to be able to paint a clear vision, but it has to be clear. Yeah, and I think it, has it, to be it comes. I think in order because we're talking about staff, how staff behaves. Staff behaves. It's easy for me as a staff person to clearly communicate and paint the vision. Mm-hmm. When you've been clear about the vision. Yeah. I've been part of organizations where you feel like a robot because you're just, the vision is like you regurgitate your mission statement. Yeah. You know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. But like, because we live out our vision statement and our mission statement and we're clear about it. Yeah. uh, At a moment's notice, I can be anywhere and say, people say, tell me about your church Mm -hmm. or tell me about your ministry. What is it you do? Mm. I can paint. I can paint that clear vision for them yeah. without even giving it a second thought. So it, all these are tied together. I know we've talked about those in past podcast episodes. Yeah. The, the, how the necessary, uh, how necessary it is for a leader to be clear about their vision. But this is a byproduct of that. You, mm-hmm. you, I couldn't do this if you hadn't been clear with the rest of us. Yeah. And I wasn't clear about yeah. what my own vision is within the vision of our church yeah. for the things I do. Yeah. Right. So How that lead up. pastors need to be clear so that staff can be clear. Yeah. 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 
You know what else I love about this? What? I feel like at the team lead level, they're going to be more passionate than you might be because that ministry is their baby. That's their baby. That's their heartbeat. Yes. So they're going to be way more yeah. effective at painting a vision for this ministry. Yeah. So letting them do that and expecting that from them yeah. is going to be better in the long run. Yeah. I'm going to be way more passionate about Restoration Ministries. I can talk yeah. about that. Yeah. For the whole podcast, even though so I'm an true. introvert. Yeah. Yeah. But when I get to share that with my team under me. Yep. They're jumping on board. They are. Getting the yeah. vision. And they're being attracted right. to your ministry right. when you're yeah. doing that. Yeah. My yeah. excitement for it and yeah. everything I'm talking about yeah. God doing in there. Yeah. And the Restoration Ministries work to help fulfill the overall vision of the church of yes. people experiencing God. Right. Yeah. And so, and, and in, you and I have conversations about how that all comes to play. But yes, you will communicate that to your team. But really, it's an extension of my heart, my vision. Yes. It's not like I'm being taken out of it. We're yeah. doing it together. Right. Yeah. It's the same thing for our online church, our yeah. student ministries, our Celebrate Recovery, all of our ministries. Mm -hmm. I have a heart for it, mm -hmm. but I can't do it all and don't need to. Yeah. And I'm not passionate about all of them at with the same heat level, if you will. Right. right. Um, but we yeah, are. It's impossible. But, but our yeah. leaders are, yeah. which is why they're leading. Yes. Yeah. You know, so I, um, yeah, I really literally important. today had an, a meeting, someone had come into my office today and said, Hey, I, I heard about, um, something about you're possibly going to be overseeing a certain ministry coming up here yeah. shortly. And, uh, I said, yep, that's true. And they're like, mm. Oh, exciting. Tell me about it. So I just started downloading my idea, my thoughts, where I want to go, yeah. my vision for it and how it lines up and that like, and, and literally by the end of this conversation, it's funny because as soon as you said that, I didn't realize this, this was what we were talking about. He literally said, count me in. I'm on your team Aww. and walked out. I was like, <laughs> dude. So what happened was, is so this good. was happening. Yeah. And when you said that, I realized, Hey, that just happened like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, it, so good. And it just happens, it happens naturally. Yeah, it happens it. naturally. I love it. I love it. Yeah, which actually leads us to the next one, which is I love we're this attracting. One. Mm -hmm. We got solving yeah. problems. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about painting the picture, and now we're talking about inspiring. Yeah. You just did that. Yeah. yeah. That's a great example mm -hmm. of inspiring the best efforts mm -hmm. in other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They literally said, I've been waiting. So mm -hmm. good. Count me in. I want to be a part of your team. Look at that. Yeah, I think yeah, passion yeah. is so inspiring. I think personal example is so inspiring. They mm -hmm. see what's moving us. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, man, I got to get on board with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it's like motivating their best efforts. Yeah. It's like, hey, I want you to reach the top of the mountain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're on Together. my team with me, but I want you to surpass and yeah. do even more. Yeah. Because it's God's work in you. It's good. That I want to see go above and beyond what you oh, can yeah. ask or imagine. Oh, yeah. God's already done that for me. Yeah. Let's see you do it. Yeah. I know that what God has placed in you, the gifts, talents, experience you have. Yeah. You can get there. You can get there. I'm going to yeah. help you. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And it really is an expectation that I have that people would inspire others and be thinking about it. It's probably one of those that's most ambiguous from the other ones. It's just a little harder to sink your teeth into exactly what that looks like. But boy, when you hit the nail <laughs> on the head. That's right. It's, it is a true inspiration. Yeah. I love that. So it was so good. To, it, it, we look to do it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, okay. So the last two here, relationship. 
mm. the beginning of every form of communication. Right. Now, I've been on plenty of staffs where it was us, staff, and them, mm -hmm. lay leaders. Mm. And that is not how we run things here. That nope. is not who we are here. No. And Value we them. blur that line as much as we can. Yeah. Everybody knows we're still pastors. Right. But we are partners in ministry together. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. is a value. It's hard so for it's me. it's relationship. I'm task-oriented. That's the hat I wear most of the time around here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm also working with people in ministry and on yeah. teams I've got to build. So it's just an intentional act I have to do mm. where it's like, wait a second, Jen, stop. Don't go right to your question. That's it's good. like, hey, how are you doing today? Yeah. Even though sometimes I'm like on the inside, yeah. how are you doing you today? Get to the meat <laughs> yeah. I don't have time for this personal <laughs> yeah. question. That's how she starts every day when we have our meetings. Yeah. How are you doing today? Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, thanks for that relationship builder. But <laughs> I'm kidding. It's so valuable. I've learned that this is worth the time <laughs> yeah. it takes worth me it. Yeah. to connect with them relationally. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. the church is a body of people yeah. in relationship and uh you know it's not us and them yeah uh, it was no. never meant to be that mm -hmm. way yeah i think a lot of times when leaders are uh, attracting and inspiring people building their teams this is the component they miss be because mm -hmm. um you know that we're just serving together it's like, no no we're, we're a family yeah are you you matter you matter and to me if you're not you know this isn't you just seeing you on the night we do ministry together this is a text hey how are you let's hit some lunch let's get a cup of coffee and yeah. what's going on in life it's do, it's literally doing life yeah it's doing life as much as you can with people in your ministries mm -hmm. you know recently transitioning from student ministries into the associate pastor role that I am now mm -hmm. that's one of the big things i i I realized like I didn't have my tribe, the people I was serving with. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of those people who stayed on echoed that in, in the months after that, like, Hey, I'm, man, we got to figure out how we can have dinner and how we can do these things. You mean the people who stayed in student ministries? Yeah, the people yeah. who stayed in student yeah. ministries. Yeah. And they, they're called to that. They love that. They're thriving. Yeah. But that relationship piece, that was a good indicator that I was somewhat doing something right, at least with this one, because... Yeah. We still desire to be in relationship together, That's and good. and that relationship is a lot. You know, we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly yeah. on this podcast. Right, those relationships is what's going to keep your team glued together. Yes, when those times hit. Yeah. yeah. Relationship is that glue that's going to hold it all together. Yeah, no, that's yeah. really good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, and I, so we got one last one here. What's this one? This mm. is equip. Wow, huge. This is one of the huge. biggest asks, I think. I yeah. remember when yeah. I started here was I'm going to be a leader who equips others yes. to do the ministry. Mm. You're not mm. asking me to do all of it. Right. My job is to equip others, and I have to do that. We have to do it. It's we part have of to the DNA it. here. Yeah. Well, and it's the only way we can bring the ministry of the church, which is the people, to bear, mm -hmm. and especially at a church our size, there's no way I can hire enough staff right. to actually get it all done. And right. why would we? We've got all these gifts that yeah. are out yes. there itching yeah. to be used. Empower people. Empower people. I, I remember one time I was doing a lot of this where I was doing these tasks myself, and uh, a pastor uh, who was kind of mentoring him at the time, he said, you know that 
by you not asking or empowering someone else, mm. you're you're really, literally robbing them of a blessing. Yeah, you, yeah, it's true. There are people out you're there right. who want to be empowered, yeah. who yeah. need to be asked, yeah, who would gladly assist and come along and then you get to inspire them and yeah. equip them. And now they get to experience the blessing of doing ministry. But by me doing all the tasks and not and doing the work of 20, instead of putting 20 into the work of ministry, yeah. I'm robbing people of a blessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like you said, there, you there's no way we could, the scope of, of the reach and impact that Heights church has in our community mm-hmm. could not be done with just our paid staff. Right. I think about our, our outreach team into our yeah. schools oh, and all the yeah. and the feeding programs, the homeless feeding. Yeah. All volunteers. Yeah. yeah. All volunteers. All volunteers. Yeah. It's amazing. It really is. Because and they've I, been equipped and empowered. Yeah, they really have. And and if you so that whole idea of equipping, this made our list because we are a church that sees the value mm. in these people. And we want to raise that value as high as we can. We want those gifts to be used. Yeah. But I do recognize that's not how every church is operating. That's right. And so, again, that's why it makes our list. It might not make somebody else's list. But to us, it's critically important. Mm. So that's why others of these things on the list, they have to be there. Because if you're going to equip, that means you have to attract you, you got to paint to picture, you have to inspire them, you have to relationship <laughs> yeah. so they stay they in ministry with you together. and you can work together. work together. There's, mm-hmm. the, it's just, it, it, yeah, they do. They all work together. It was meant together. to be aspire. Aspire. <laughs> and it turned out to be a great acrostic word. I know. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, it was Amazing. a God thing, seriously. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so Service I love well. it. Service well. Um, so this Service. is how we know as a team what's expected of our behavior. That's right. And that's what this is all about. That's what the game plan is. And again, this is something we bring out often and talk about in different meetings. You bring it out mm-hmm. uh, in your meetings with your your leaders. Uh, we've handed this card out to all of our leaders at the church yep. so that we're all on the same page. And wow, mission critical that we're doing it now coming out of the pandemic, right? right. So many things have changed. People are all asking, what now? What's changed? What's the same? What do we do? What's expected? What can we do? Right here. It's all Game right there. plan yeah. answers the question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why do we exist? How do we behave? Right. All right. So there's one other question that just walk, winds up here. We're going to wrap up on this one of how do we behave? It's a really important question. Lencioni asked this in his book. We put it in here. It's really important. What is it that we actually do as a church? Yeah. So like what is all this, what is it all doing? What is it all doing? Because it's not just come back next week and we're going to sing and I'm going to talk and pray and we're all going to leave again. That can't be it. There's more than that. Right. What are we actually doing as a team, as a leadership church, as a leadership, all of us as church? What we're doing is, and this is directly connected to our mission statement, no doubt about it. Right. But our, what we do is we create (laughs) opportunities for people to become fully devoted followers of Jesus. That's right. If we want to empower people to do it, that's our mission statement, then we need to create those opportunities. That's what we do. That's right. Every service, every life group, every outreach. Every meeting. Every meeting. Yeah. Every time I meet with somebody. Yeah. The good meetings, the bad meetings, yeah. I want them mm-hmm. to be empowered. Yeah. I want there to be an opportunity for them. That's good. And I know I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. And often it's the challenge that we bring to that meeting of one person or a thousand that we're that's that's going to bring it to that opportunity yeah Mm -hmm. 
right? Helps lead them. It what helps is it I'm supposed them. to do? How am I supposed to respond? What am yeah. I supposed to hear from the Lord? Yeah. How am I supposed to grow? Yeah. That's the opportunity they get to step right. into. You're about to speak to yeah. the ladies at a great event that's coming up. Mm. I'm yeah. assuming at the end of that talk you give, you're going to have a challenge. Oh, you're going to ask for something to change their mind <laughs> or the are. way they think, the way, what they're to. doing. Yeah. That's right? what God does with us, right? Yeah. We yeah. sit down and we have our time with him and he's saying, all right, Jen, time to shift on that or time to change that, time to step into that. Yeah. I want to grow you. I want to draw mm-hmm. closer to you. Yep. So yep. And it's going to draw good. them to become more fully devoted followers of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. amen. Amen. Love it. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Clarity. Clarity, Clarity. That's what it's about. Yes. It's so the, helpful. The rare air of clarity. We want to have as much of it as we can. Okay, game in. plan. So that's where we're at on this one. How do we behave? And we're going to, uh, at the next podcast, we're going to talk about the last two questions. How will we succeed? Which is a really interesting question. Mm-hmm. And what's most important right now? The rally cry. The rally so we'll, cry. we'll do the next podcast with that. But awesome. not today. Not today. Today, <laughs> uh, the challenge would be for any of us to sit down and get clarity. The goal is clarity. Do you have clarity? Does your team think you have clarity? If not, then let's sit down. Let's have those clarifying conversations. Why do we exist? Let's explore it. How do we behave? What's most important to us? Let's explore that. And uh, and then get write it down and then share it with everybody who needs to know. And so uh, I love that we've been able to have a real Thank conversation good. about leading people, organization, and change. We'll see you next time. Oh, 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 oh,